0: Hello. This is Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice, with me, Michael Q. And me, Roger Worst. And did you know I am redoubtable? Or it may have been resplendent or um oh, congratulations. Well, I got I got a question onto um onto Ken and Robin talk about stuff, and I was described as their I can't remember what the adjective is was, but I think it began with an R. Um uh, 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 p- Backer. Asking the question, I was really quite pleased with that. Uh, my not my vanity, you are you are slightly unworthy, slightly <laughs> unworthy. Uh, my vanity has been puffed up for another month, which is a good thing.
1: Um, what are we talking about this this time? So, character sheets, uh, both official ones and third party. Is there? Well, yes, clearly there is a skill to designing them because some of them are a bit rubbish. But what what does that skill constitute? What what is what are you trying to
0: do with a character sheet? Several things, probably. And we're also going to be talking about generic systems. We, on this podcast, like gerps. It's not a secret, and we're not ashamed, but we have noticed Hi, that... Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we are not. Um, uh, uh, we have noticed there has been a dearth of uh, growth in this area recently. We're going to chat about that as well.
1: Uh, but before we get on to that, uh, thank you to Robert Wolfe, who dropped some money in our tip jar. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, uh, if, if you would uh, like to encourage us to keep the show going and indeed be acknowledged on it, uh, paypal.me slash bw will reach me.
0: And uh, we move on. Remember back in the day that generating a character meant you pulled out a pad of lined paper, rolled uh some uh some sets of of three d sixes in some sort of order with some sort of ritual, and if you liked them, you wrote them down and then you started writing other stuff um character class, a name um hit points hit points. And uh, that was about it, because um, the, oh, and you make and you may rolled up your uh, um, your gold your gold pieces and worried about how much armor you could afford and uh, whether you could afford a weapon that wasn't a crude run wooden club. So things have changed since then, and today we're going to be talking about. The arcane art and science of character sheets. What they are, what they're for, what they do, what they could do better. The bits that we don't like. We, we, we will, I promise you, do a lot of bits that we don't like.
1: We don't set out to be negative, but it turns out that in, in, in our combined goodness, my, our, probably by now our combined sort of getting on for a century of role playing experience, uh, the event
0: that we've met things we don't like. Yeah. Um, it, it's probably to do with something to do with our worldview, or a combined worldview, or the intersection of our two world worldviews. So, I think that we should start by saying what it's for, and um, the various functions a character sheet fulfills. First of all, it's mostly a record. It's mostly a snapshot most of the time. Of your character as they are at this moment, you keep changing it. You keep updating it. Eventually, it becomes so grubby that you have to make a, a clean copy and start again. I I try to date the old copies and put them, fold them up, and put them in the back of the the place that I've got the uh, the current copy as good practice as um, some sort of version control. And that's its primary function, but it has others. Yeah, I mean,
1: if one were only playing one game and one had a perfect memory, then one would not need a character sheet, I feel.
0: No, no. It's there, are it's no, there because, there are... you know, it,
1: it's a week later and I've done a bunch of things since then. I don't actually remember how many hit points I had left at the end of the last
0: session. It's uh, it's there, sir, And it's there to accumulate strange little notes um, from uh, role-playing sessions. Which you come across months later and can't remember what it was about. Don't trust why does, S. Why does my character not like his uncle Mortimer, <laughs> the one who chopped his foot off with 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 with, uh, with a scythe at an early age? That uh, all right. So that's what it's there for. It's there as an aide memoir. but it also it struck me preparing for this, it's also a model in miniature of some of the game systems. It sort of embodies in its layout and its... Um, a, and what it provides for you. If it's a good character sheet, it it's a model of the greater model that the game system is. I would also say,
1: I'm not, not wanting to get too arty on this because I, I don't know the proper technical vocabulary, but... Not everything on a character sheet will will have equal prominence. Not everything on it will be equally easy to find. And particularly look at official character sheet, but any character sheet really, you see what the designer of that sheet regarded as important by what they choose to
0: emphasise. Yes, and that had best be a a good set of choices. Um, I was also going to say that in a lot of modern cases, it's a very active aid in creating the character... And in um, and in updating the character since um, powered by the apocalypse, and then with um, forged in the dark, this has been a major a major aid. I remember how excited I was when I first played apocalypse now apocalypse now world apocalypse world. (laughs) Sorry, though I mean Uh, personalities (laughs) exist. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, how, how many role-playing campaigns involve a journey along a river?
0: Uh, um, approximately many of them. The, uh, the, uh, the 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 thing is, I remember when, when I first played Apocalypse World, how enchanted I was with the ease and speed of character generation under that system. And how it provided so many things for you. Props for those who, if you ask them a simple question about your, their character will go. Um. Um. Oh, it's all there now. Here are the uh, name. Yeah. E-
1: even names. That's the thing that really impresses yeah. me, um, because, look, looking at um, practically any powered by the Apocalypse game, what one gets is a, a very sketchy background because a lot of that's going to be filled yeah. in. But there are background assumptions baked into the characters. So you know, you're you're playing your um, I don't know, uh, sci- psychic teenager or whatever. And you will get yeah. some names that have, at least for the designers, the right sort of associations with psychic teenager. And yeah. as long as you share at least some
0: of those cultural assumptions with them, then, then that can work really well. Um, yeah. Our, in the years since, I have come to see that it can be a limitation. But if, you, if, it, if this, the game and the character sheet fit what you'll want to sit down and play, it's a great help but i do still appreciate very much the old fashioned sort of um of of game where the character sheet sort of embodies the system but doesn't embody it um entirely and you need the, and you need the book yeah to understand i understand all the choices i think
1: powered by the apocalypse is is a fairly extreme case um it's essentially, there is no scope for a third-party character sheet except by rearranging some of the text because there is so much text on there already. Because it, it yeah. is not just your starting powers, but it's all the powers you're that you're going to get to add. Um, I have so seen, that it yeah. would be hard to make a, a significantly different sheet. You could emphasise different things, but
0: the scope mm-hmm. for designing it is perhaps less. Okay, I, I, uh, I. I know that you have some things that you always say about character, character sheets. And I think we might want to get those up front and, uh, <laughs> and said. Go on, go on. Uh, dance, Hollywood, dance. Go on. Well, uh, I, I, I'm a
1: technical guy. I'm not a design guy. But I can recognise when design is working for me and when it isn't. And the thing that I find myself wanting on character sheets a lot of the time is space. I consider, for example, a recent Call of Cthulhu character sheet. RuneQuest ones may be the same. I haven't seen Blasted Edition Ringquest, okay. but you, you've got a fairly long skill list in the first place. It's what fifty or sixty skills. I let me um, something like that. I'm not, I'm you, you, I'm not you've sure got should... traditionally two or three columns of skills, and and it is an exhaustive list. So so that you have your uh, your your base in sneak, even if you've never learnt to sneak, that kind of thing. But in this current iteration of the system, at least in Cthulhu, you also have the uh, 50% and 20% values because those are your thresholds mm. for getting a, spe- a higher grade of success.
0: Yeah, and that makes it start to look very
1: fussy. Let me go. Um... For each skill, you have three numbers and a tick box and possibly a specialization as well. And that just makes a sheet that is a whole lot of numbers compared with the art text. And I, I find this fussy. I find it hard work. Even though, you know, I can find the information there. It's mm. just an extra, a little bit of extra mental effort each time I do. And that, it seems to me, is what the character sheet, the designer of the sheet should be trying to avoid. Should be saying, okay, you can, what do you need to lay your hands on and make make this readily available? Arguably, this is a problem with the game design in that you shouldn't need to have that much information readily available, Um that a, a, well, a good I sheet can go I, a
0: fair way to make up that. I'm going to I'm going to sound like a, a, an aging grognard, which I am. Uh, but I think it's because they have introduced the idea of hard values. And hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. It's 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 all there, and it's the the assumption that your players can't do that arithmetic in their head. Well, um, which that that in itself would be an extra thing. Probably to ask true.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the thing that's does occur to me is that you you could redesign the game to some extent to say you know for example you have a percentile roll and a quality die roll and and yeah. in terms of probability you get the same result however uh, that breaks because they have luck spending and so you you need to know okay you know i've, I've got a seventy skill i've rolled 38 how much luck do i need to spend to make that a hard success yeah. and you can't do
0: that with a quality die I've got to say, most people I know will have difficulty. Uh, there, there's a block at the top for, for the characteristics and the derived five times and, um, and half characteristics that, 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 that you ne- you need, the system needs you to have to hand. And I, most of the people I know would ha- have difficulty clearly writing in these smaller boxes in the characteristics block. Further down, you have the skills, and that is tiny when you come to the derived half and uh, and I think it's a tenth numbers that you're supposed to write in, in there. I I think nowadays it would be nice if all c- uh, games came with a PDF computer fillable in.
1: I, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised not. when I see one that doesn't. Uh. Yeah, depending on your PDF reader, it's possible to put in some simple formulae as well so that you type in your 80 and you, you automatically get the uh, 40 and the 16. Um, yeah. but that's not as compatible across platforms as people think it is.
0: Yeah, the uh I remember I I remember when I was running uh Request 2 in an early campaign, I provided uh character sheets Free gen character sheets for my players, and uh, they made great mock of my handwriting, observing that my my annotation for uh, the number of sling stones a character had um, uh, looked much more like slug stores, and I don't think that um, that uh, their their handwriting, uh, looking at uh, at a recent example, hasn't improved any either. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you squish things up if you make the space that they've got to put stuff in too small it's just going to lead to uh well there are also confusion and
1: mess also considerations of accessibility um small text potentially low contrast text
0: yeah um one of the primary mistakes i've noticed not as not as often now as in the 90s is the art design of the character sheet uh, overwhelming the legibility? Um, well, yeah, and, and some
1: it, some of us may remember that that uh, issue of White Dwarf, which printed an art, uh, I think it was a Superheroes article by Phil Masters, on a background yeah. of slanting red and light grey diagonal stripes.
0: I think I have happily forgotten. That.
1: I I believe he eventually forgave them, but. Mm. Uh, there, there was would, enough complaint that I th- I think anybody who was around there at the time and remembers it will will be at least slightly inoculated against over designing. But of course, that's not all gamers by any means.
0: I would say, looking at this Call of Cthulhu char- character sheet, it's the front page has shrunk down from earlier editions. Uh, the uh, the uh, the detail or the character details block, the name of the character, name of the player. Um, occupation, age, sex, resident, birthplace. I would say that sometimes you also want a um, a space to put uh, which campaign it's, it's for. But I suppose that can be scribbled in the margins and this has nice Art Nouveau margins. But there, as a result, that's got smaller as the characteristics block has got bigger and they've stuck a uh, space for a character portrait in on the front page, mm-hmm. which... On the whole, I think a character portrait is a very valuable thing, but I don't think this is the place for it. It doesn't belong with the um, characteristics. And as a result of the general overflowing of the character sheet, you've got really tiny numbers for hit points and sanity, and the font on the skills block is becoming difficult to read. I mean, part of that is probably my age, but... It's also quite
1: a tall and narrow font, which doesn't help. It doesn't make things much worse,
0: but... Um, Your other thing that you always say is that you just want it on one side. That's more of a game
1: design consideration, because... I mean, look at this Call of Cthulhu sheet. That, I don't think you could fit any more onto that front page than is there. You've got... The skills and you—you you could cut down the hit points and magic points and luck and sanity tracks. Yeah, um, but then it will get messier when you keep writing in a new number and rubbing it out in the same place. But yeah, they're
0: probably yeah they're probably except for computerizing everything there probably isn't a solution for
1: that. Well, it's have a simpler system, which is not a character sheet designer's problem to solve.
0: Hmm.
1: However, looking at the back of it
0: yeah
1: on okay in in an older edition the gear and possessions would have been there and and cash yeah. would have been probably rolled into that but the thing that is new or well, the things that are new uh, all the backstory stuff yeah. some of which has game mechanical effects some of which doesn't uh, so your your uh, let's see meaningful locations significant people treasured possessions these are things that you can lean on to try to get some sanity back in between yeah. adventures, and that, and you know, screw up your relationships uh, in in the process of being being an adventurer. Which is, I, I'm not in, particularly impressed with the mechanics up behind it, but I like I like the idea that this is a thing you do. You, know, you, you you try to go go back to your old teacher who set you on this path, and and you just make things worse. <laughs> but also, you know, the the phobias, the injuries. Uh... The 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 I descri- I I'd be inclined to put a short description on the front page rather than the back. But yeah, there isn't room.
0: Yeah, I I would move the char- uh, the character portrait to the to the back uh, of the character
1: sheet. Possibly. I I wonder whether that's to some extent the um, idea that I might be looking through a file of all my characters uh, and wanting to mm. remember instantly which one this is. And if if I can see a portrait as well as a name, that may well come
0: more easily. Yes yeah um but on the other hand it is making if it's making the front page a little bit less legible then i i feel it should be on, on the back um and in within with the squishy mechanics i think and the other thing that's in here that's
1: certainly something i i have done a lot in games is just a a place to write down your fellow uh player character's character name and player name yeah uh, which, which I um, uh, normally I just scribble in the margin on the front page of the sheet, whatever I'm playing. Hmm. I may not need it after the first few sessions, but
0: yeah. Well, I think this is is fussy and it pushes the the limits for ornate ornamentation, but it's basically legible with uh, with a few a few problems. I, I, um, I would I say the
1: skills block in particular, as, I, as I've said, I, I find much yeah. too crowded.
0: Yeah, I uh, and I find the, the space to write things in um, does not entire, entirely fit. The, the, the teeny tiny blocks on the front are bad. But I'm going to shift now to the uh, RuneQuest um, character sheet, because... Uh, chaos seems to me has a bad attack of the um of of the uh going over the topness uh with character sheets it's because it's because of their like their, their liking for including things but let's take a look this is the RuneQuest character sheet from the core book and in many ways it has its virtues um but it it has the virtu- vices of its virtues there's this big block in the center of the um of the front page which uh first of all has the the little picture of a man and um, there and the various hit locations on him and the armor points on each hit location a no, big fair which that is that is a
1: thing that's been there right from the beginning
0: yeah but they have made it bigger and and more space occupying and less efficient um maybe that's maybe that 's just me next are the two things which are very flavorful in this edition and very necessary, but by golly, they take up space, and that 's the rune affinities diagrams which show uh, which are basically about how uh, how good the the character is with the things that power um ...that power their magic. And, and in this and,
1: edition, it's a lot more important than it, than it tended to be in earlier ones, I think. Yeah.
0: So, I, don't know, I know it's necessary, but it takes up a hell of a lot of space. And I'm not sure there's anything you can do about that. And I think, as a result, the rest of the character sheet... Oh,
1: I mean, functionally, their traits and passions like Pendragon... A lot of the time, I, I think, and and
0: you could simply put those in the uh, list. Yeah, the rooms are, uh, do, and there are also traits and patterns
1: do, Does for. the elemental order uh, matter? You know, fire leads to darkness, leads to water, and so on.
0: I think it does in certain effects. Uh, earth, yeah, it's it's a cycle thing, and I think it's it, fire dominates darkness, darkness dominates water, water dominates earth, earth dominates air, air dominates fire. And I think that's a cycle of it. The moon is stuck in the middle because it's an awkward bugger. Mm. the hmm I, I I think that this the net rest of this page mostly fills it in with stuff because on the second page, you have got that skills list, and it's yeah this, this, it's this smells still to, more.
1: This smells to me of we couldn't fit the skill list onto the front page.
0: Yeah, me too. Because it was there in in earlier versions of RuneQuest, and it's not bad from the clarity point of view. It doesn't have the uh, the secondary values in RuneQuest. Players are expected to be tough and do their own arithmetic. Mm. But um, uh, and and for that reason, it's better. the The font isn't bad, and it's on a plain. Um, it's on a plain uh, color background and there are the headings um are easily marked out the gr- the groups rather of skills are easily marked out by the group name being being in a different color and i think that i think that is actually quite it's a very cluttered piece of design but it's a, it's a very um it's a, it's a very workable piece of design on the other hand there as there is another one two there's another two pages of background and family history and um events and um the ho- the character's holdings the character's a- elemental ally or mount. um
1: now this is this it's is it's a
0: lot of stuff because yeah. And looking at this
1: family thing, this family thing is what I was just proposing for the for the runes. It's just a list of, you know, a slot for a name, a, a slot where you can tick whether they're dead or not. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, remembering when I was when I was playing Pendragon, um, seems like an ideal case for a family tree. I mean, what you want to note is, um, you know, their their name, their relationship to you, which you can do on the tree on the diagram. Um, year of birth, year of death, pretty much. Hmm. And honestly, I would probably use the space for that if it were left blank rather than doing it this uh, item by item like this.
0: I would say, yeah, there's uh, if you look further down, also
1: no space for children,
0: yeah. That is true. This isn't because this isn't um, Pendragon, I'd say, um, because uh. Your ancestors are the people you 're supposed to be worried about rather than your children yeah. and maybe that says something about all-anthiculture. culture <laughs> but there's also a whole two thirds of a page for uh, uh for the adventure background for the family history, and the an extra third is the um, is the adventure background worksheet
1: i think it's is is that's interesting because that's something you want to have available but you don't you don't need the full uh, i need to work it out in detail mm. necessarily
0: i th- i yeah i suppose it is something you're going to keep i would th- i would say that uh, if Chaosium is is listening um a fa- a, a family um, uh, a family tree genera- generation sheet um or even a family tree generation program would be useful for some of your games i mean there's
1: there is family tree plotting software out there because there are people who obsess about uh, working out all the details of their ancestry so it it already exists it might need a little bit
0: of tweaking to deal with the fantasy setting but okay before we move on to more general concerns let me show you the room the character's from the RuneQuest um, starter set, this is Chaosian getting a bit OTT. That is one of the characters out of the um, uh, out of the starter set. The uh, and, and this is Chaosian using uh, a, a a a a very large page with bits folded over um that's the that's the so that's i the I portrait. see first of
1: all that on a quarter a vertical quarter of this page we, we've we got the runes which clearly yeah. says right this, this is the important thing or oh, the portrait is half the page and there's what looks like a bit of background information or general description on the remaining quarter
0: yeah and that is this is the fancy um uh, and uh Pre pre a pre generated character, which is I've got to admit it's very pretty and very impressive, but it's a thing that's really only of use to um, somebody who can use computers to make it look real. There is um, a blank version supra- supplied, but I'd I'd be really surprised if anybody used it. This is a uh, character sheet done up good and proper, but it isn't going to be. Capable because it's printed, it isn't going to be capable of keeping up with the character, and uh, and creating future versions of the character on this one sheet. Yeah, which worries me. A now bit. that
1: that's another consideration. Um, when I first started role playing, I would be writing a sheet, but really as soon as I could, I would get onto something I could keep in a word processing document and edit, and then reprint. Yeah. Um uh, that, that has then influenced my style of taking notes because I, it needs to be a note that I can put onto the character sheet.
0: Uh,
1: but particularly when we're looking at these PDFs and form fillable PDFs, especially, are these actually designed to be written on? And I suspect the answer is no. They they are designed yeah. to be edited in your in your PDF editor, um, which I mean Chromium can do that. So. Yeah, the possibilities there i th- I think the free acrobat reader can as well if if, if you're on a commercial operating system um but you know, it, it, it's reasonably accessible i I think most designers of games are assuming that a computer is available these days which is possibly not ideal but um uh, yeah but they they are designed for that and they are not really designed to be written on and to some extent you can get away with slightly smaller spaces if you're going for printed text than if you're expecting somebody to hand write in there.
0: You can. I'm in my uh, very with my very longest-running uh, RuneQuest character in Hartley Patterson's game. I have taken to keeping. Um, and I actually had to make a RuneQuest three um, a doc version of the character sheet, and then keep it up to date, and saving things, saving versions, and dating them carefully on the on the uh, on the computer. And printing them out once it becomes, um, once it becomes advanced uh, beyond what uh, what what's on the computer, which is a bit of a fag, to be honest. I suspect if things keep going on the way they are, the 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 wealthier half, the wealthier tenth, the wealthier quarter of the um, role playing hobby is going to start keeping things on computers and on tablets, uh, to uh, uh, as a standard sort of a thing. And eventually there's going to be um, really good uh, software for, for doing that. Well, that, that, and,
1: let us not forget, uh, Wizards of the Coast recently fired basically everybody there who knows how to put together a print book, which suggests that they have specific priorities about where they see the future of D&D. I Online gaming is, is, is enough of a thing now that there are I, I I know of people who have bought new hardware specifically to do Roll Twenty and Allied Trades mm. Uh I'm, i I'm I think sure. Wizards at least I'm pretty sure are going wholeheartedly for this is the primary way of playing the game now and you can do paper but we're not really going to support it very hard.
0: I um not I would not be happy with a game system that forced me. Uh, to do that, because a game system that forces me me to do that forces me to buy expensive new uh, hardware much more frequently than I feel like doing. And it requires a degree of um, computer mastery, which I don't think I can manage when most of my brain is uh, taken up with game mastery. Um, I don't think I've got the space anymore for learning new new procedures and languages. It's... It's sad to say, but it's pro- it's, probably, it's probably true. So if they're going to want me to do that, they're going to have to make it a lot easier. And if they make it a lot easier, they'll make it a lot less flexible.
1: But they probably don't want to do that for you because, as
0: you say, you don't want to spend lots of money. And I'm old and I'll probably drop dead any second now, especially if I try to uh, master uh, their systems. I All right. Shall we? We've talk, talked around about... Well, can let's I talk, talk about, about GURPS. OK, because this comes around to something I wanted to say about. That different classes of role-playing games require different types and complexities of uh, <laughs> character sheets. Yes. And that, should, that sounds very obvious now that I've just said it. But, yeah, let's take GURPS as a good example. So,
1: my... I, I have a sheet here,
0: and it is eight pages... Hang on, that's that. That is not absolutely, uh, dear listeners. Those of you who are slightly terrified by by GURPS, please believe us when we say two sides is probably going to be good enough for most most characters.
1: The, this is uh, a deliberately more spacious approach because th- this is a uh, GURPS mage using traditional GURPS magic.
0: Oh boy! And how so, many
1: spells? Uh, well, hang on, because th- this means what what I've got here on on the front page. Is, you know, stats and hit points and languages and advantages.
0: Mm.
1: Second page, we get onto disadvantages and skills. Um, but the th- third and fourth pages are spells, and then spells are repeated um, because of the way this particular uh, program is set it up. So you've got what, one one list of spells that is just the short list of spells with your skill in each of them and how many points you spent. Uh, and, and a yeah. longer list of spells, which is basically um, how long they take to cast, how long they will last, what the casting cost is, etc.
0: Yeah, and and reference to the articles in the in the manuals of how the, where the spell is dis, is described. What's called the grimoire. So yeah,
1: so that's most of the work. That's most of the space, and th- then there's a page of equipment and a page of background information.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. most characters uh, that is not most yeah characters. that that is that uh, is
1: my most extreme gurps character I, a new gurps character using the same um program for the layout will generally run to about two sides the, the front side is the the um advantages disadvantages skills all that stuff the back side is the quick reference for attacks and equipment
0: yeah the 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 thing, if you look at the GURPS character sheet, that is that GCA. Your, your... Well, yes, this,
1: this is the next point because I would not want to run a GURPS character, never mind a campaign, even a single character without that mechanical assistance. Yes, it can be done. I have I have done it, but I don't want to. Hmm. And there are very few other games about which I would say that.
0: I found that Ask Magica was like that, and yes, I my once the GCA and its, its, its competitors turned up. I, I wanted to go directly to uh, computer maintenance. But look at the structure of the, the character sheet for GURPS. Whether you generate it by hand or by, um, or by computer, it has the same stats. It has the same basic derived stats at the top. It has the same spaces for the things that all characters have have, um, like a native language or um, a native culture. And then it has spaces for long lists of optional stuff. I Theoretically, you could have a GURPS character without a single uh, advantage or disadvantage. Um, I've never ever seen one, but and it would be very peculiar, but you could do it. You could do a GURPS character very easily without a single skill. Um, but the the lists of those are long and potentially um, potentially infinite. You and know, give, um, given
1: you're... that there are 200 plus skills, even before you start looking into specialisations, there is no way and nobody has ever attempted to put all of them on the sheet.
0: Yeah. Um, your character just isn't going to intersect. Well, some of them are going to be um, ruled out because this isn't that sort of campaign. You're not going to need um, uh, hazardous uh, waste disposal, nuclear materials, um, uh, and you're probably not going to need um, the skill of, of using a bazooka, whatever it's called. Either. Though,
1: if if you do need it, you're really going to need it. Yeah. Uh, what one thing I would say is um, a habit I picked up from John Darman, but you can you can in GCA uh, put in a skill with zero points. And this you is can. this is useful both for, I'm ha- I'm thinking about buying this and I want to be reminded, uh, and and, and I for know I'm... I'm going to have to use this at default, so please give me the default calculation.
0: Hmm. On the other hand, it is it is if your character sheet character uh, skill list is is long, you hmm, you all right, you're making your life harder in some ways to make it easier in others.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my usual experience is if I'm using skills that default a lot, then it's probably because it's a fairly new character anyway. Yeah. I I haven't yet had the points to get at least the basics of all the
0: skills I care about. Uh, And that is why, because GURPS is a generic system and a detailed generic system, and it needs that capacity to expand or all, all that way. Um, on the other hand, the 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 lightest character sheets I've ever seen um, were those for Hero Quest. I um my, my the Hero Quest characters I did for the uh, for the uh, game I ran for you consists of three sides, one of which is a large uh, a large portrait of the character, mm-hmm. and one of which is the game's traits and one of which is background um material and uh, and narrative about the, about the character and that's a uh, and as far as i can tell um you could reduce a hero quest a blank hero quest character sheet to just a uh, player name character name and character concept in a block at the top and the rest would be filled in as needed and as... It don't, you don't even need any guidelines of, of places to put things, though um, I have got uh, Hero quest character sheets from the early iterations which are just like that. You start with a blank sheet and you start scribbling. And the same may be said on a less complicated level of something like Rhesus, which is um, a very games-like system with... It's 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 a game game with um, all of the traits totally definable in game, and only the mechanics to link them, and that is possibly the lightest character sheet you're ever going to see. It comes close to um, well the, the 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 lined the lined pad of A4 we started with. Though I'm, I'm just also remembering
1: early World of Darkness. Now, I, I, I don't have a, one of those character sheets to hand, but ones, ones I remember seeing at the time had basically a single side with all the game mechanics on it, and often several pages of relationships and why I trust this person and why I don't trust that person. Now, that, that's not a thing with any game mechanical effect, but yeah. in a lot of the games that were being played, it was stuff you had to be able to keep track of. You know, th- th- it, it this was, this guy is offering me a favour. How suspicious should I be?
0: Very or extremely. It was at the core of. Uh, it was at the, at the core of the fun that people were having out of out of the game. Therefore, it's going to be on the character sheet.
1: Though this wasn't, this, uh, as far as I remember, at least this may have changed later. That wasn't an official character sheet. The official character sheet was just that one change of mechanics uh which, which yeah. you may recall i mean it wasn't wasn't wildly different when we were playing um vampire Werewolf for dr bob um but that in those games as well I, w- I was making a lot of notes of you know calendars and when when is this thing happening and that uh, that we this person we, we we ended up screwing over a bit so they probably don't like us much and
0: that kind of stuff i th- yeah i uh I think if we're going to try incorporating notes, well, there's always a space for notes and um, miscellaneous on a character but, sheet. But it varies a lot the, how
1: much it matters.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think if we're going to incorporate the character journal into the character sheet, we're probably going to bloat things. Well, yeah, Let's I mean, get I the design problem.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I don't I would, just mean an account of what happened. I I mean specifically, I want to refer to this in the game. Um, I don't trust this guy, I do trust that guy, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I have always been a little um, delinquent in uh, in creating character journals and keeping proper records. Um, Jenny Southern, in my Monday night group, who was one of the persons who uh, who jeers at my handwriting in the old days, um, keeps copious and continuous notes which go back decades on the, of the Monday night group, and remembers things in games I ran that I don't, don't remember yeah. at all. I, I have and, been known
1: uh, to uh, write up games as I was going along, at least in note form, and some, sometimes publish the synopsis later. Um, th- this goes, goes through, well, we're off topic a bit here, but the, the vital process here is publishing it so that the players can look at it and say, that's not what happened. and and then you may not get an accurate account of what happened but you will get an account of what everybody agrees happened which is perhaps more important
0: Mm. Um, I think on the whole I think that there is room for a massive reconsideration of how um, character sheets work I, um, I mean, uh, you can see how they evolved, and you can see how they got to where they are now. Did you ever use index cards? I think I did. I used index cards at one stage with um, with uh, uh, D &D and D and and Empire of the Petal Throne when I was uh, uh, when I was running it back in the day. And maybe with early room quests because I remember after, that I
1: remember that being a big thing for NPCs
0: simply because it was less than one page each. It was. It it is, and and there are and GURPS, I don't know if it still still does them. Can can create a quarter of a A four four for uh, for, uh, for sheets for uh, mobs and uh, and uh, minor NPCs. Yeah but but though there is currently a game called um there is a currently an index card role playing game which is a, a man, mar- marvel of minimalism um i found i found getting everything on 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 an index card um got to be t- got to be too much trouble um and i started using character sheets or just stat blocks for um Uh, for NPCs and monsters, because all you need is, for GURPS, all you need is the four basic stats, the derived stats, and their main attack and defense means. Yeah, so Um, GURPS
1: also has, going further than that quarter-page thing, the um, animal-slash-monster write-up. Yeah. Which strips out, for example, anything like a point cost, and simply says, "Right, well, these 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 are the numbers you need when you're going to be fighting it or negotiating with it or whatever," and ju- just the crew, just the
0: key stuff. Yeah. But I st- I I I think, I I being a being a grognard, I really don't want to have everything be on com, com uh, on computers. But I think my main reason is that I'm not looking forward to the early days of it. I think we are still in early days of it uh, when they they try and figure out what the people need and give people what they think think they should have and how to make money off it. Yeah, quite now I,
1: I should just point out I I'm I'm keep all my GURPS characters I'm, I'm still in GCA four format I'll probably switch onto GCA five at some point but I got, I've got some support software I need to rewrite specifically um, a thing that you you feed a folder of GURPS character files to and it prints out a GM cheat sheet with uh, basically a tabular format of the, their stats. And their skills, including defaults, which I'm quite proud of. I think you mentioned
0: this before. Yeah.
1: Um, so I need to update that for GCA five before I start using GCA five. Um, however, what I also do is keep all these inversion controls, so uh, you you can say to me what what was the exact state of my character at this date, and I can pull that out and tell you if needed. It's never been necessary. I I have once or twice done a bisect. You know, when when did I get this particular um disadvantage, yeah, and um, git, which is the tool I'm using, ha- has a bisect mode where y- you can basically say okay it was h- it was here at this late date, it wasn't here at this early date. okay now now pick somewhere about halfway between and check if it's there and now you know uh, just chop down the search space until you can say, okay it was this specific commit which was the which was the one I did after that session <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which has actually right. occasionally
0: I- been useful. I should I I should uh, be more careful about um, version control, mostly because some versions go missing, and I then have to recreate the character from the um, uh, from the scribbled notes of the folded up pieces of paper in the back of uh, in the back of the character folder.
1: A thing I haven't heard people complain about for a very long time. I forgot my character
0: sheet. Ah. Uh. I look at them and I say, "Where? What? What good are you?" And uh, uh, and then we I let them play, ass- uh, assuming that their character skills are l- slightly less than they may actually be, just for safety's sake, you know.
1: Uh, whereas I, if I've forgotten my sheet, uh, I mean, back in the days when I went left the house to roleplay, play, I, I'd be more likely to say, "Well, hang on, I'll just I'll just uh, grab it across the VPN from
0: home. May I use your printer?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, let us... Do we have anything to say in conclusion about character sheets? Uh, it's, I think, an understudied field. Uh,
1: I, I've mm-hmm. seen occasional... I, I Normally, the person who designs the character sheet is the person who designed the game, and normally they are not a design person. They're a game mechanics person. Yeah. I think there is scope for that to to be, to change um, I suspect if if you wanted to know, wanted to get someone who actually knew some design principles and accessibility principles and so on you would have to pay them much as you have to True. much as you have to pay artists so that may, may not work may not be very practical for small games but I would, I would like to see it tried anyway
0: There should be fee- feedback from uh, there must be uh, decent designers who uh, have actually played role playing games I hope. Uh, but uh, uh, as with as with computerization i i fear that it will be thrown to experts who won't understand what the fuss is about um and uh, won't provide what the actual hobby requires or Still. what
1: their actual goals will be will be what makes the providing company money rather than what the hobby wants
0: true let us move on
1: generic games have a future. Well, I certainly hope so because I write for one of them, but I I think there's something to be dug out here.
0: Okay, what what is the thing you wish to dig out of? The, hang on. And let's start with what there are generic games which are consciously and deliberately generic, and there are games which I think have beca- have become generic because they worked for the first thing that they um that they were tried with, and they could be expanded a bit. I mean, look, there are people who regard D20, the, the, the core system of D&D, as a generic system suitable to everything, and I never really understood them. So what are you listing mm. as generic games? Well, let, let's talk about GURPS.
1: Um, I will probably also talk about Genesis, but we'll come back to that.
0: Okay, go on, he says.
1: <laughs> well, yeah,
0: that, that's the problem. Now, knowing <laughs> I'm going to be in pain later on.
1: But um, I I was uh, flipping through the original uh, man-to-man designer's notes, which I think we've mentioned it before, and I I will link in the show notes. But one of the reasons there for designing a generic game in the first place, and though I think it was a a general, I generally held that, yes, this was a good reason, was if you changed campaign from D&D to Traveller, as it might be, or D and D to request, yeah. even you would have a whole different set of rules to learn. And, yeah, in the systems of those days, there was quite a lot to learn. But what neither Steve Jackson nor anybody else really foresaw was that much simpler systems would become acceptable and in, in the extreme case you get something like um, the, the indie adventure slash game The Mountain Witch, which is a game with just one adventure in it you, you, you are a bunch of uh, people going going up the mountain to find the witch it has its own system baked into it and a, a lot of indie games in the wake of that had their own systems built into them because what the system lets you do is say, well this is the thing, the sort of thing I consider important, you know, I've got Five different skills for different ways of persuading somebody to, to um, see things your way, and one skill for hitting them, because I d- I'm not interested in that. This isn't the sort of game I'm interested mm. in.
0: Um, hang on, hang on. Let me let me stop you there. I think what you've got there is a dedicated system. Yes, and in fact, you've got a, a super dedicated system, which is great fun and very usable. And we've all praised the the fun you can have with them. But it. Is it usable?
1: Yeah, but the point of that is that it's also a very simple system. Um, yeah. You know, you, you roll some dice, you add, you add up the results, or take the highest, you see if you beat a number. This can be explained to players in a few minutes. Mm. Um, and if that is the sort of level of system complexity that's acceptable, there isn't that whole, oh, well, we're playing a new campaign, I need to learn a new system because I've already learned the new system. Mm. I, so I, I, I think, you know, GURPS in particular is, is quite a heavyweight game. I, I, I like GURPS a lot, but I'm not going to deny that. There, there is a lot more complexity than there is in most other
0: games. I think I'm going to stop you there. And I'm going to say, at core, the systems in GURPS are fairly straightforward. Mm. Hap- what makes it complicated or seem complicated is the level of optional detail. If yeah. you're happy to just have one skill, brawling, for hitting people with your fists, then that's all you need. And it, it does this. On the other hand, I, I've recently become aware that there are far too many um, uh, systems which allow you to do specific different types of things. There's judo, There's there's multiple various types of um, of uh, of boxing systems. And that adds in and that makes a life complicated. And it's keeping the exceptions in your mind for a really large number of things. That makes GURPS complicated. And well, it doesn't have to
1: be. Mm, yes. Um, th- this is where I come into, when I was running GURPS demo games for Strangers at Conventions. Yeah. Uh, I could... Now, I could teach them the system in under five minutes because the system is basically: here are your skills. I'm going to ask you for a stealth roll, for example. You roll, you roll three d6, and you tell me how much below or above the number you got. Mm. And that's pretty much it. And then, you know, if we get into a fight, then there are slightly more, slightly different choices to make. But we can talk to that, talk about that, if we get into a fight. Short version: getting into a fight is likely to hurt you. Um. But that is a specific setting, a specific scenario, and pre-generated characters. Yeah. And this is definitely a problem with Gertz. I think it is also a problem with Genesis, uh, that when you start playing, you need to generate a character. Yeah. And now the good GM is not just going to, plonk the book down at you and say, okay, generate a character, follow the procedure, because, well, in GURPS you can't. In Genesis you sort of can, but even in Genesis there are a lot of switches that the GM needs to choose for the campaign, mm-hmm. including, you know, do do you split firearm skills into light and heavy, which is the, the preferred for a combat-focused game, or do you just say there is a firearm skill because that's not going to be what most of the thing is about? Yeah, well, can the, I? Yeah, th- this is the yeah. thing you need to know when you're deciding how to allocate your skill points
0: yeah um, I, I, I was mildly defeated by Genesis but the point I'm going to make uh, I, I did not get my head around it uh, terribly well and building a character was um, was not really easy for me but I'm going to make the point that yes they're both generic systems but they are generic systems which model the universe in the the game universe, the story universe, in very different ways. Now, yeah. by and large, I prefer Gerps because I am a human being with uh, two legs, uh, two arms, two eyes, and a fairly normal body morphology. He exaggerated, and the and and that is something I can focus my atten- attention around. I can imagine different things. From a normal human life. And the game system will help me do that. But um, but I, it's got the human life at the core. It's got man to man at the core. Uh, two gladiators meeting in an arena. And bashing the, the heck out of each other. That's what it was built from and around. And that's still a solid basis. Whereas Genesis. I'm not at all. It's, it's about stories. I got that. And it's about simulating Certain kinds of stories. To but, me, it's but, it's aiming for very much the same space as Gurb's action. who could be. it didn't feel that way. Okay. In, in Gurb's action, I knew I had a gun in my hand. Um, the the point I was going, going to make was that generic systems are not all the same, and and they're, they, they're never as generic as they claim to be. No, um, GURPS doesn't stretch terribly well into the supers or the mystical. It can do the mysticals better than it can do supers. Well, I
1: I am a great fan of GURPS thaumatology, by mm. friend of me
0: and friend of the show, Phil Masters. Uh, Friend of the universe, friend of the gaming world, Phil Masters. Bless him. He is a national and possibly international treasure.
1: But even I will say that when you get away from your basic spell lists, you, you you have an awful lot of well, how hard on this particular scale of magical difficulty is this particular
0: effect that I want to do? Okay, it gets it gets to be um, as Genesis is right from the start um, a matter of design the system to to make the world and these are your options. That doesn't mean it's not it's not perfectly possible to do it in gameplay and create. New magical effects uh, with a system like it, with a system like that and I think that uh that GURPS having its emotional uh, quota having its mental disadvantages built into the system, actually makes a good um, model for mystical and spiritual um, aspects of reality, but the point is that what you want is a system that fits your skull that fits your mind and that you can run on your firmware If that's the expression i want and wetware wetware yeah i don't like to think of things wobbling around in there i mean let's doing?
1: face it at the core we're all sacks of disgust and fluids
0: you say that so sweetly um <laughs> telling ourselves we're not yeah the uh, the um the point is, you, you different, different strokes for different folks. There, there are doubtless people who enjoyed innumine... Oh, enjoyed not nominee, What was that awful thing? Neph- Nephilim, which, which fried my brain right from, from the start. Was that the one with reincarnation? That was the one with reincarnation, which, which lied to you about the nature of the universe, really. Hey. Uh, but, but generic systems, if you've got... A system in your head, and you can use it, and you can keep it distinct from other systems. Then you can use it for everything. I mean, Turner used oil paints for everything, I think, except for occasional watercolor. Um, And uh, uh, but but he did different things with them. And so you will do with the system, or systems that you prefer. That's what I think the use of a generic system is as a learnable toolkit for the GM and it is difficult sometimes keeping the systems apart it's even more difficult keeping clear in my memory the dis- differences be- between the various editions of games and hey. the things that were changed uh, with them and uh, I, I have uh, more than once discovered that one, one or two of my players are insisting on rules that went out two editions ago <laughs> but um, you know, because it worked, we liked it back it back then, and they're basically um, not inclined to change. Why
1: did they change it? Well, the note, the edit note, has your name on it. Mm. <laughs> I, I think it, it's worth considering the baseline assumptions. i mean GURPS will let you will let you play the, the canonical sentient spaceship, but at its core, the default is a vaguely normal human. Yeah, things, um, things are tweaked about a bit so so that, um, for example, bows and things remain viable even in a setting with guns, and they're, they're rid- some of the damage levels are relatively unrealistic for that sort of thing. Um, but it, it, it's claiming at least to be this is more or less what might happen with more or less normal people. Uh, some some of the yeah. original rules were were done um on on the SCA tourney fields which is all right you know it's it's not realistic combat but it's
0: a lot better than th- thinking about it. Hmm. I I I that and that's that's one of the the appeals but if you look at something like Ars Magica or well that's not really generic That's about as dedicated as you can get. Um but uh if you look at uh, at other games uh, the 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 basic person is defined differently. If you look like something like Wild uh, Wild Talents, its its version of a superhero is nothing like uh, the version that you can make with Gerps. And GURPS really isn't that good for superheroes, but it can do it. I, th- I so, think it's better in fourth
1: because of its um, different strength scale. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not the system I would choose, particularly because superheroes tend to be pretty complicated in the first place. And yeah. GURPS, what GURPS wants to do is lay out exactly what this power can do. Yeah. And well, my, my whereas... feeling about superheroes is that what you really want is ultimate niche protection. I mean, you, you don't care... How strong Superman is that the the question that you ask you ask of Superman is, "Can he lift x?" and the answer is yes, always yeah um, so uh, and it 's only when you start having a super team story that you have to start saying, "Well, okay, there is something superman can 't do because we want to give somebody else something to do sometimes,
0: yeah, superheroes that way remind me of my um, magic comes back campaign in which each of the player characters got to embody one of the 36 words of magic and could call upon it under under emergencies and that was ferocious niche protection and um, giving each person a unique superpower Hmm. which I suppose you could do with uh, with a superhero setting and I'm now sort of twitching to do it never mind (laughs) um the, the, the point is there were two big selling points. The point I'm about to make is there were two big selling points for um, generic systems to start off with. One was you just needed to learn one system. Yeah. And that is and remains true. The, the other attraction was cross-genre, cross-universe gaming. Yeah. Which I've, do, which I've done a lot of, but I've moved away from
1: quite same, a bit Same here. I, I did a lot of it in the late 80s, early 90s. And really, really not so much since. I, I've come more to the feeling now that rather than having the game with everything in it, oh, sorry, the campaign with everything in it, what I'm interested in is, in is the mm-hmm. campaign with a, a, an economy of, of impossibilities. You know, there is this specific thing that is weird about the world, and let us yeah. explore this specific thing, rather than saying, and we've got all these other weird things.
0: Yeah, the, Marcus Rowland was talking about doing a game called Fanfic, which was going to be about crossovers and um, and going to other fictions and um, mucking up their stories with your story. I think that's an interesting thing. I'm not sure it's ever going to be a um, a wonderful thing. GURPS still still supports this. And in certain things, like portal fantasy, I think it's got great, great potential. Hmm. I did a multi-history... Portal fantasy campaign with Gerps. Now, actually, I think it may it may have been with Gerps, or it may have been with Fate. I can't remember. But um, there are, um, but but there are pleasures to be had. I'm not. I'm not sure I could ever bring it into focus, because the characters were not involved in the specific world, like like the Doctor and his comp- companions and their companions. They flit about. They they have no home they go to where the problem is and leave it behind which is is good in its way but it's a specific type of gaming which mis- mixes a lot of the echoes we're now used to
1: yeah and e- even in the mission based games that i've run i'd like to have
0: something about the home base yeah and perhaps that or, progresses over time or yeah there was a, there was a home base that uh, which was which was a city outside of time which was recruiting lost people and, uh, and picking up those who were driven out from their own universe. And possibly what I should have done was write more stories set in the city and okay. let the players make it more. We've talked a lot of the generic systems. Um, uh, the basic role-playing, which emerges out of RuneQuest and Call of Cthulhu. Um, Hero, which emerges out of Champions and GURPS. Um, which is its own thing, much influenced by uh, earlier systems. They're old. They are 80s and 90s games. There are more recent generic games. Um, how, I'm not sure how I feel about them because they almost always seem to want to simulate stories rather than worlds. And yeah, so... Fate, for example, yeah. not, is is... Very much story-based, and I it doesn't work with my brain. I'm still looking for somebody who really gets
1: fate to to run a game of it for me. Hmm. Or indeed, if, if somebody knows a, a good actual play where they go kind of slowly and, and explain what they're doing. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I have read, that there's an interesting write-up of one, of one of the fights from one of the Marvel films considered as... Uh, I think it's a face-accelerated game session, mm. and that that makes a certain amount of sense of it to me. Um, but anyway, um, what's the name of the game? the The television one. Tele- you're making a television series. Oh, oh, uh, prime-time adventures. Yeah, uh, which is a generic system in the sense that you you can be in any setting and do anything, but on the at the same time it's constraining it on a different axis because it's in a way that makes for episodic television.
0: And I've got to say that that it is one of the um, generic story-based systems that I actually enjoy, mostly because the central role-playing of it is you are playing the um, writer's team as well as the characters. Mm. You are developing the the series and putting forward scenes and incidental characters and saying, this week it's going to be Jerry's episode um which which makes for um a good development uh, of the, of the action and the resources that the players ca- the player characters have are deliberately limited so you've got enough material for 1 hour of primetime television stretched out over 2 or 3 hours of tabletop role playing you've got just so much um luck and um and advantage that you can call upon in that in that session to make a story that long. And I think that's one of the things that ma- makes it fly.
1: Yeah. I I think another consideration, just a way that gaming in general has changed, is that campaigns have got shorter. So where where GURPS um, could say, it doesn't matter that it takes a while to generate a character because it's then straightforward to play, and you've got all that, rich detail to to work on yeah. when you want to. Um if the campaign is only going to be two or three adventures, or you know, ten or twelve sessions perhaps, um, then the the cost of generating character becomes a more significant part of the the whole business mm. of playing. I'm, I'm thinking of Pathfinder Adventure Paths here, which are typically six adventures using the term loosely but an adventure might be exploring a particular um, Mm. area of uh, wilderness that kind of thing and then there might be sort of 10 or or 12 um, separate locations in there that you can do something with from the well there is a dead body here to the here is a full-blown dungeon and the climax of of this bit of the campaign but the the point of this is that as I've been saying for a while about the hotel and novella approach, uh, you you generate characters for this campaign with this setting. These these are the gods mm. that some of you are going to worship, and these are the gods that are going to be people like, even the setting are going to be talking about. Um, and then you have your your adventures, and you you go from, um, for example, the Kingmaker path, which is one of the early ones I, I was part of my my uh, dungeon bash game. Um, you you go from we are random adventurers to we are, we are rulers of this land. And then you stop. Well, And and after, you, you could have a coder and you could have a spin-off, but basically for those characters their, their story of heroic ascent to power is over because they have heroically ascended to power. And
0: and, uh, and that and, was something that was present in uh, early D&D, or at least apply, implied. You ro- rose to lord level and that was it.
1: Yeah, but they never quite went into yeah. what was supposed to happen
0: at that point other, other than no. you can build a castle um and uh dungeon world is specifically like that which is why i suspect it works with the um with the closed universe fairly closed universe of the of the of the uh character sheet generated character um you can set up just enough material just enough detail for the character to, and there's no uh, there's no means of change. there are very few means all right, of changing the character into something else, of making um, emotional growth part, part of that game. But there are other Powered by the Apocalypse games which are all about emotional growth and changing yourself and going forward. There are derivatives like um, Legacy Life in the Ruins which are about generational play and uh, creating new stuff but this is getting away from the topic of generic systems
1: well i i think it's worth mentioning um i I don't know if this is general powered by the apocalypse thing but certainly in monster hearts which i've listened to some actual plays of um there is a set number of advances that your character can take and when your character has taken all of them well that's basically it for them they're they're not going to be part of the story anymore they've had their arc and yeah. in Monster Hearts you, you, you have the option of turning them into a completely different character class and, and doing a different, or just replacing
0: them, but anyway um, um, and, and in Monster of the Week you're limited by your luck and you're going to go sometime
1: But I'm thinking of, of those two lobes the um, difficulty of learning rules and the portability between of characters between settings I would like to dig into a a few games that give up the portability explicitly. Uh, Such as? Well, one of those being Apocalypse World slash Powered by the Apocalypse. Um, Another one being Gumshoe, uh, and another one uh, which hardly anybody remembers these days, The Amazing Engine, Zeb Cook's big thing just before
0: he got Uh, out of TSR. uh, Yeah. Now,
1: each of these has a core rule set, which is not playable in itself. True, uh, it, in in the case of Amazing Engine, it, it was published as a separate book, and then you get then you buy the setting books as well. Um, but, but for for the other two, that's not the case. But if if I play, oh, let, let me think of some gumshoe games. Um, um, Swords of the
0: Serpentine.
1: Um, yeah i mean I, I can play that and then i can move over to knight's black agents or the are terrorists or uh what was the time travel one anyway the time travel one time watch yeah and and i i can go between those campaigns as as we run out of things to do and one or the other or people get bored or whatever and the skills won't be the same but the mechanics by which I use the skills will be the same. I, I still have my investigative abilities that I spend points on to find the clue, well, to find mm. the bonus clue, um, and my non-investigative abilities that I spend points on to have basic functionality in.
0: I can't think of examples at the moment, but I do believe that that um, that the uh, uh, that there are moments when the differences between uh, gun-shoot games can trip you over, and... Um, things like the Yellow King is starting to move away from um, uh, from the core set. Basically, Gumshoe is not a game playable in itself. It's a, a frame on which you hang treatments of it, of, of different types of yeah. worlds.
1: And similarly, but, powered by the Apocalypse, um, I can switch from Monster Hearts to Dungeon mm-hmm. World and... The characters are most definitely not portable, but I still have a playbook. I still have the things I tick off as as I get my advances.
0: Yeah, but again, I again sometimes things will trip trip you up, and uh, and a good designer will specifically tell you in the in the notes for it that it's it's not quite like this. It's more like that. Sure.
1: But what what I'm aiming to get at here, and, and the, yeah, the slightly pathological on. case of Amazing Engine, where you didn't have character portability between worlds as such. But you did have a character core, which, which yeah, have a that's sort of em- weird
0: thing. I was, yeah. And
1: what, what I think that's designed for is, is the is the character type player. So that you, you've got the player who always plays the smart guy, or the player who always plays the sneaky guy. Hmm. And what the character core seems to me to do is kind of enforce that by saying you will have these baseline stats, and then your your character instantiation in this particular world will look like will look will be the slightly smarter one of the party.
0: You've read these rules more recently than I have. D- does experience cross across worlds? Because that Yes. Stri- yeah, that strikes me as being the core part of that design for the person who doesn't want to start again from the beginning, but who wants this character to evolve across universes. Well,
1: also you, ha- also you have a choice. Uh, when, you, when you get experience in World X, you can apply it to your character in World X or you can apply it to your character core. Yeah, which was. will get will, which will get you less pluses, less in the way of pluses in world X, but they, those pluses will apply in all the other worlds as well.
0: Yeah, that's a gamble on how how ingenious your uh, GM is planning <laughs> to be. I never thought that was terribly. It never felt quite all right. It, it's ideal for the um, for the uh, eternal champion type uh, uh, universe. There where, where the, the same heroes keep returning time and again. And, and I think that's probably a good thing that you could um, uh, write, write a, game, a game for, but it feels a bit weird the, just there, being there is stuck no, out there.
1: Yeah, there is no metaphysics in this. There, there is no suggestion that these worlds are in some way connected and you're, there is something diegetic passing from one to another. It, it's, well, pure, it's purely an out-of-character thing that yeah, you can do Yeah, and I think this. that's
0: probably what disappointed me, because I wanted that. To, no, be, to, t- die- to be fair, physics.
1: If, if you're not terribly impressed with Amazing Engine, you're not the only one. Nobody liked Amazing Engine. So <laughs> yeah. there, there was one brilliant one, yeah, uh, which was called Tabloid, I think, uh, in which basically you are tabloid reporters investigating weirdnesses and some of the weirdnesses are real. Yeah. In other words, Duck Conspiracy before Duck Conspiracy.
0: I'm sure there are other games uh, in, in that in that genre. Yes, but in... Duck
1: Conspiracy was the one I played a lot and did it very well. Uh, Thank you. Also, Tabloid has a a bunch of a a very depressing character generation system. You, you start off with grand goals. You know, I'm going to go to journalism school and all the rest of it, and you you end up you know working third shift fast food restaurant just to br- just to bring the money in. That may be more depressing than Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, the, to me, the common factor in all of these is the idea: that a, we're giving up character portability, and b, we're giving up. We're, we're having a common rules core
0: that is not in itself playable. I mean, BRP is playable in itself. Um, well, with well, I would say no. The BRP is is a fra- is a framework. You, uh, you, it requires very little. Um, editing and uh, decision-making to be to become part of a particular universe um and you can make stuff up as you as you go along but it's still it's still ju- it's okay. still a framework without without a soul in my in my opinion oh, it's yeah, got I, a, it's I, got I an echo of, a soul. of it it's got got an echo of what was uh of what was put into RuneQuest and into call of cthulhu But those are marked off as specialised systems and you don't have to have those. You can, but you don't have to. Hmm. Hmm. So
1: I I suspect if... hmm, A, I'm not sure generic systems have a huge future anyway uh, because generic heavy systems, well, they they may be a GOATS-5 at some point. That would be great. Um, I'm not sure anybody else has anything going at the
0: moment. Well, I think it's partly to do with the the scale of the industry and how easy it is to get. Um, fate, uh, I mean, it's not recent, but it is the most recent generic system that comes to my mm. mind, apart from Genesis, which I'm trying to keep off my mind. <laughs> um, uh, but it, I like I it. <laughs> I know, I know. that You are it's, its one voice wailing in the wilderness, honestly. Uh, I, oh right, there's a lot of people who are pl- who are playing the Star Wars version and having fun. Um, but uh, yeah, Fate managed to create to create a community which would put together a heck of a lot of uh, of implementations of Fate, and it's it's all out there and, and available. It, but because it doesn't fit easily into my mind, I don't pick it up. Mm. I picked it up a few times and run with it a few times. But I can't say it's been as good as um, my normal habits. I can't see... It only takes one, one enthusiastic genius um, and maybe a, a supporting few lunatics to get a new game system up and running. And if somebody comes up with a good generic system, then I think it's, it's very possibly um, a thing we will see again. But on the other hand, that space is very much filled at the moment, as we've just shown.
1: I don't think, let let us say, for the sake of argument, a a new game to compete with GURPS. It would be fighting over the quite small share of the market that GURPS currently has, and it would be a lot of work to get it to do anything like as much as GURPS does. Even just the GURPS
0: basic set, never mind the tens of thousands of pages of additional material, well, I, I, in my head, GURPS and RuneQuest, for, or basic roleplay, fight it out for, uh, for dominance, for what shall I use for the next, for the next thing I'm going to run. Um, at the moment, I'm trying to think about how I could do a fantasy game with randomly generated maps of one of the several sites online. Uh, to, and saying, I'll take this as found art. What sort of stories can I weave in, in it and uh, try and maximise my own creativity rather than my habit of using other people's creativity hmm. as, uh, as a framework, uh, as a skeleton for, na- for the narrative. Um, and, and those two are currently fighting it out in my mind for what would be best and easiest. All the implementations of RuneQuest tend to have assumptions buried deep in them. Um, GURPS, not so much. But both of them are perfectly doable, and both of them are generic systems. One we haven't mentioned is Savage Worlds, which I'm not sure I know how I feel about. Mm. It's got a feeling of limitation to it, of only just so much advancement, Um, but then you'll be be full and uh, over it. Do people yeah. run terribly long campaigns with... Uh... Uh,
1: not, not that I've heard of. Uh, this was one of the first uh, commercial systems to have, to have the generous licensing policy that is now nearly universal. Uh, basically, mm. if you want... The, the version I heard, at least, was if you wanted to publish a Savage Worlds supplement, you, you you sent a paragraph or two of description to um, mm. the publisher, and they they would get back to you and say, yeah, sure, go for it. Um which meant there was a mini boom of Savage Worlds things. I haven't seen as many of them lately, uh, but it, it's certainly a platform that people like to use.
0: Yeah, I I, I can see its appeal. Um, it does uh, tend to shout at you a bit. But, yeah, the, uh,
1: the the limitation as far as I'm concerned is that it's not quite in the genre that I usually want to play, um,
0: which... Which, it, which I, is? I, I, I,
1: I'm, I'm just trying to find a, I, I, it It's Cliche to say long twentieth century, but yeah, for you know, sort of eighteen eighty to about twenty ten ish. I would say possibly it was up d- to the present day, but, but basically starting with normal mundane human types, and then adding weirdness as as feels necessary.
0: I would have said it was it was well uh, it was well placed to do pulp uh, era mater- material from um, pre World War One onwards. Um, and, and up to the end of the Second World War. Yeah, it it may be just
1: that knowing something about the history of the periods, I, I like to get a bit more crunchy in the detail.
0: Uh, yeah, it won't do crunch. It won't do terrible amounts of crunch.
1: But to be fair, a pulp story shouldn't... Hmm. Well, no, your classic pulp story has a, has a little info-dumpy paragraph about how wonderful the hero's gun is, but it doesn't actually affect anything. It just, you know, he shoots people with it and they fall over. And and like, uh, I like James Bond dumping all those brand names because Fleming was such a damn snob.
0: He I, I also has a, par- a paragraph about the legend of the strange place here somewhere beyond 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 where the flying boats uh, stop, um, uh, which you're going to go and investigate and find um, gold and fabulously aged women and um, that sort of thing. Eh. All right, well, I thought that we ought to touch on that just because we've played a little yeah i i as I say in conclusion, I don't look to, there to be to there being any new generic systems um but lots of people find their central idea for the game to be genericisable once they've had it and played it out in its first incarnation and mm. so i I think
1: that the the of course i can see do tend to linger
0: sorry. Uh, the core
1: assumptions do tend to linger. I mean, con- consider uh, a hero system, which, as as we said, started from champions. And yes, it's fine. You you can do uh, fantasy hero, pulp hero. There were a whole bunch of them. Um, but it has that underlying assumption of yeah, I'm, I'm g- people are going to be punched back and forth a lot, and eventually they're going they're going to be knocked out. Rather than I'm going to hit you really hard and knock you out with one blow, for example
0: let alone I'm going to shoot you in the heart and kill you with one blow. Yeah. Um, uh, You can, but it takes effort, just just
1: as GURPS Action, which we've both played, I've run quite a lot of. Yeah, it works, but it it is making some... It is tweaking GURPS quite hard to make it work.
0: The problem I found with Hero um, is that the underlying non-specific structure is too close to the surface. And it doesn't really care about the difference between a blaster, a submachine gun, and uh, and your and your heat vision for for doing uh, damage. Mm. It's all a pool of d sixes. And um, Gerps, at least at first, had a more realistic, in quotation marks, feel.
1: Does Hero have damage types? I don't remember.
0: I don't either, but, but to, I, I think that's,
1: that's the that's the key thing to distinguish for attacks in Gerps for me uh, is the fact that you know they, this one has you know a poorer armor tre- penetration but a higher wounding modifier, and if it gets through armor, it will have this special side effect, that kind of thing.
0: Hmm. It has the language to, to, to describe it, but as I say, there will be generic gains in the future, that, and there will be these bursts of people having enthusiasms about them not all of them will last. GURPS has lasted a hell of a long time and is still producing very slowly new material for it. But um uh but but I don't expect um I don't know if the new new generations will produce fan communities in that uh, degree of profusion and long lastingness. But I can hope, can't I?
1: Well, but part of that I suspect is just fragmentation. You know, when when it felt as if there were only three games, yeah, get, people would write a lot of stuff for each of them because that was one of the three games you wrote for if you wanted anybody to read you. Whereas, whereas now you 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 can do your uh, powered by the apocalypse game, if if powered by the apocalypse is what you like, or you, I I don't know what the licensing is like for Gumshoe, um, but you, yeah, there there are a whole bunch of systems out there that you that you can plug your special ideas into. Mm. free of charge okay. i don't know I, I i think a new generic system would have to be very compelling to get any any anywhere because frankly the market is already well
0: served with the generic systems um i think you well, as with as with the originals, you're going to get something that does something well then somebody will say oh wait a moment i could use this for something else the people who did this with D&D were mostly deluded, but they, they, they got the idea that there were other things that could be done with role-playing across well, the also, team. I mean, Starfinder is a
1: thing, which is basically the Pathfinder mechanics in, in a Star Wars ESF kind of game.
0: Mm. I wouldn't want to touch it, but uh, other people enjoy it, and may, may they be blessed. Onward. <laughs> If you want to tell us about your proposed generic system or the really obscure one you've been uh, using all this while, you can contact us at... Leave a message on the website
1: or email podcast at tekele.ly And we'll be back again
0: in another month.